4: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your
5: podcasts. Vic Schaefer is here to talk Texas women's basketball. Locked On women's basketball starts now. (laughs)
2: You are locked on women's basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
5: Hello, welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Megdahl, reminding you that we want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts or over on Twitter at LockedOnWBB. We are here every weekday and, of course, on Saturdays, too, with a special WNBA Draft weekly podcast that we're doing. Uh, Make sure you're following all the work we're doing. It's not just me. It is our entire team over at thenextoops.com. We have over 100 reported pieces on women's basketball Every single month, we got the great Tyler DeLuca on the Big 12 and a team that is as intriguing as any in, I would argue, not just the Big 12, but the country is Texas, uh, where Vic Schaefer is doing what Vic does wherever he goes, and that is building a fascinating, interesting program uh, and a must watch. So Vic, great to see you as always. Uh, Thanks for being with us. Uh, I want to start, though, by just talking to you about what it has felt like to be home. I know we talked about this when you took the job, when you took the opportunity, you know, a chance to return to your roots. Here we are a couple of years in, unconventional years to be sure for everyone, but just take me through just what that has been like for you to this point.
0: Yeah, well, first of all, Howard, thanks for having us today and uh, really appreciate the opportunity. And uh, um, again, uh, appreciate all you do for our great game. Um, You know, it's been really, um, it's really been great. I mean, it's obviously these first two years have been different adverse situations with COVID and, and things of that nature. Uh, I think we're finally getting back to some type of normalcy. Um, but it's been good to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here in an office that's one block from where I was born. Um, the hospital's not there anymore. That, that kind of gives you an idea of, of, uh, how long i've been around but uh um you know it's 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 great to be back close to home i'm i'm 65 miles from where my parents are both buried where i grew up on weekends at grandma's house um, three and a half hours from my sister uh, who's 14 and a half years older than i am and uh, so you know it it, it is great i'm obviously at a place i'm very familiar with have tremendous amount of respect and admiration for and feel like it's, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the best job in the country. So our job now is to, you know, build a program here that year in and year out uh, much like we did at Mississippi state is in that top 10 and competing for championships. And so, um, you know, we've been really fortunate in the first two years here, we um, made back to back elite eights, um, but you know, it gets harder and harder and um, you know, it's uh It's kind of the nature of the beast and there's so much parody in our league now, as you know, and, and so um, every year brings a new beginning. We certainly have a a new team this year with uh, seven new players and seven returners. And so uh, we've got, I think we've had 16 practices and uh, you know, we got a lot of work to do and we really don't have much time to do it.
5: You talked about, when you were hired, this this is your quote. He said, "I was hired to bring a top ten program to Texas. We want to be a top ten program year in and year out." You're saying something similar here, but you also said something interesting that I I caught my ear when I was on uh, the Zoom with you post game after the Elite Eight last year, where you said, "We're just starting." And I just think it's interesting to me because you talked about, you know, that you're at the beginning of a process and obviously the team's so different. We're going to get into some of those differences because they are uh, fascinating, you know, particularly through the prism of the way you play year in and year out but you know back-to-back elite eights you know quite frankly feels like that's meeting the standard you set for where you were looking to get to so just tell me what you what did you mean by we're just starting and you know what's what's kind of next in your mind as far as that goes
0: yeah i i just think um, uh, you know uh, again those teams those first two years man they they really embraced um you know, we, a new way of doing things and, you know, change is hard and it's hard to get past hard, especially for young people. But, um, you know, I just feel like we had so many limitations in those first couple of years. And um, now, um, you know, hopefully some of those restrictions are off from and, and, and so we, we, we've got to, you know, we we're now in year three. That first elite eight team, Howard. They, we ran. You know, we we got we we had a couple of really big wins against some really good teams in UCLA and Maryland. Yeah. Teams we probably weren't supposed to beat, but you know, you know, you followed my career. I've been in those games a lot, and you know, we tend to win some of those games that we're not supposed to win. Uh, uh, and so, those teams really um, were, you know, special in my mind just because they were able to to do something I don't think they thought they could do. Mm-hmm. Now, once we had gotten to the Elite Eight, we run into a great, you know, South Carolina team that was just better than us, and we just didn't have much in the tank. We only had, we played six-and-a-half kids all year long and didn't change how we played, mm-hmm. you know. Last year's team, a little disappointed at the end of the year, to be honest. I felt like we were the better team. We had already beaten Stanford. Um, once at at their place, and I felt like we were good enough to get to the final four and we didn't get it done. The thing you have to understand about being at a place like the University of Texas, you know, we've won back-to-back Learfield Cup, uh, you know, which honors the best all-around athletic program in the country. Mm -hmm. Take into consideration this. Okay, we, we finished, I think, fifth or sixth in the country last year in the Elite Eight. At Texas, that doesn't even get you in the top half of 19 sports. We had four national championship teams and six teams that finished second in the country. Yeah. So our Elite Eight and number five, number six in the country finish, that doesn't even get you in the top half here at Texas in sports. And so, um, you know, uh, you know as well as I do, top ten programs, big difference between that and a top 25 team. Mm-hmm. You know, numbers – 13 through 25 13 through 30 those teams are real fluid throughout the course of the season one through 10 they're pretty solid Mm -hmm. you know those teams don't come and go they're they're in so year in and year out if you have a top 10 program when your fans get the newspaper and they go okay where's my team preseason they don't usually look 11 through 25. Mm -hmm. they're looking in the top okay where are we ranked in the top 10 and so that's our goal here at Texas is to be that team and have that program where year in and year out. We're competing for conference championships. And then if you can, if you can win a conference championship, whether in our current league in the big 12 or in the sec, where we're headed, you know, as well as I do, you got a chance then to go pretty far in the NCAA tournament and win that championship. So that's our goal. And, um, you know, we've had to, we've had to replace some kids now. Um, Through with recruiting, we've had a couple of really good recruiting classes, and I'm hopeful in this next one that we're fixing to have. So, um, you know, it's just a lot of work to be done, and and we are, in my mind, we are just getting started. And hopefully when you're in the number one city in America, you can enjoy the things that that provides, the food, the entertainment, all those things. We've just been really handcuffed, you know, in these first two years.
5: Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by Prize pitch. Prize pitch gives you the opportunity to test your own knowledge against yourself. Pick two to five players. And if they go on to score more or less than their prize pitch projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. It's not competing against other people. It's you versus the projection. Prize pitch offers projections on any sport you watch, everything from women's college basketball to the WNBA to national women's soccer league, NBA, NFL, MLB. You name it. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. We've got an offer for you. 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit 100, PricePix gives you 100. 50, they give you 50. Use code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for that instant deposit match.
4: Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is
5: there. Yeah, no question about it. And, uh, you know, to have the full measure of Austin behind you. I mean, listen, I I, I know what you did in Starkville, Mississippi and turning that into Stark Vegas and, uh, you know, fundamentally changed the conversation around that. Uh, delightfully, because I got to go do a story about you guys down there. I got to eat at Little Dewey's. Um, Yeah, yeah. You know, but with all due respect to Starkville, you know, my chance to go down there and do a story in Austin's to be next level. So you're right. It's it's a different uh, level of experience to be sure. Um, But there's even just a buy-in that goes beyond to me um, that comes with a Vic Schaefer team and, and the number I always look at with you guys, and you know, I'm a, I'm a stat junkie. As far as this goes is defensive points per possession. And uh, when you're at Mississippi state, those teams, no matter who you had on the floor were top 30 and you know, the latter half of it are top 10 in the country. Uh, you were coming in, you know, with everything you had to, you were still a top 100 team your first year with the team you inherited. You were 15th in the country in defensive points per possession last year in just year two we know it takes a while we know it takes a good amount uh to be able to bring your folks in and I, I guess the question i have for you i don't know what the answer to this is is how do you get people regardless wherever you go to be buying in on the defensive end and when did you see this team this past year really find that gear you know to be playing like a Vic schaefer team
0: Yeah, I think it's how you practice. Um, I think those first two teams we had here, we were limited offensively. Um, You know, we just, I had to convince that first team, look, we're not going to go beat anybody 90 to 88, y'all. And if we don't guard and hold people under 60, we're not going to win. And it took getting late in the season. uh, You know, we were just kind of stumbling around and weren't very good and, you have to also embrace the fact that at Texas, there's such a tremendous history here and tradition. And I have so much respect and admiration for coach Conrad and Chris Plonsky, and Kathy Harston. Those are pioneers that really, um, you know, created and developed this program, you know, in the, in the eighties, nineties and early two thousands. And so, um, that's where I'm trying to get it back to, right? Get it back to that where every year you're mentioned in the conversation. And so, but back to your question. So I think defensively it's, it's what you do every day. It's that expectation that you have every day on how we're going to do it. Um, Again, it's a saying in our locker room, it's not what we do, but how we do it that separates us from the rest of the country. And, and so I think that's, that's kind of, you know what we've really had to we've had to embrace because we just have been limited skill set wise offensively mm-hmm. um and then last year you know we we had lost two games at home in the conference that probably shouldn't be losing and um we had to go on the road at, at texas tech and we rolled in there and held them to 56 and at that point we you know, that was really a knockdown drag out. It's a, it's, it's a game that they really hold in high regard. And they, you know, they had already come in here and upset us. And so our kids really responded. And then from that moment on, I thought we really started gelling offensively as well as defensively, you know, your chemistry on defense is kind of the last thing you get mm-hmm. with a team, in my opinion. And so, um, we just kept, I said it the first year I was here. I said it last year when we were kind of stumbling around a little bit. I'm not giving in. You know, I know what it looks like. We're going to keep working. They're going to get it. You just hope they get it sooner than later. But, you know, we went – and then I I tell you, I put uh, Shay Holly in the starting lineup. And, and, and she went on, you know, our team went on a 14 game winning streak with her starting uh, opposite Joanne Allen Taylor. And, and that really helped. We, we were turning the ball over too much. We were have, making some really bad decisions fouling. And so it just put a kid on the floor that didn't do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I felt like that was really uh, a big key for us. As you know, last year's team, our, we held people to 56 points a game and that's, that's really good. You're playing really hard when you're when you're doing that. We right. lose to Stanford fifty nine fifty. We held them under sixty. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta score more than fifty points if you're gonna win win in that get win that game, you know, on that stage at that time of year. Or so but I think it really exposed us again to our offensive inadequacies that we've we've really had and, and so you know, hopefully this team this year I know we're better offensively. My concern is is that we might not be as good defensively. I don't care how we win; I just want to win. We win 100 to 98. I'm good with that. Um, uh, but you know, I think every team's different, and this team is this year is a little bit different than what we've had.
5: It is, and and we should get into it for sure. Yeah. I, I I think it's worth noting. Obviously. Uh, you, you know, you avenge the Kansas loss. You avenge the Texas Tech loss. You roll out. You know, for our audience who don't don't know, from February sixth to March twenty seventh, you didn't lose a game. You know, so it was very much you're fifteenth in the country in defensive points per possession, but over that period of time, you were fifth. So yeah. it was it, it was another step forward, and you, you're doing it again. You know, Shay Holly's coming back. Shea Holly did. She made few mistakes. Her shooting efficiency, obviously, is sort of where you see the limitations out of last year. What are you seeing out of her on the offensive end this year? And is she more of a true two-way player for you coming in this year?
0: You know, Shea's our most athletic and our fastest kid. I mean, she makes plays because she's athletic and fast. I mean, I've seen her chase kids down in transition and pin the ball on the backboard. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I always, during our preseason conditioning on the track, I always worry the track coach is going to come out there because he's going to want her to be a heptathlete, you know. Uh, She's just super, super athletic and quick, plays really hard, tough kid, comes from a really competitive family. Dad played at Texas football. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think what we have right now in Shea is a real confident kid. I think she knows what we want and how we want it. Um you know, she's continued to work on her, on her shot and, uh, and her ball handling. I think if, if she would, if it was in here right now, she'd say, yeah, I've, I've got to get a little bit better ball handling, you know, from a ball handling perspective. And, uh, and so she continues to work on that. And, um, but a great kid never, not, not one, you know, she's gonna never having a bad day. Like mm-hmm. that kid's always having a good day. And, as a coach, man, you, you really have to appreciate and respect somebody like that in today's world. And, um, again, she just wants to win. Like mm-hmm. she's got no ego. She's got no, um, itinerary. She just wants to win and she's here to help her team win. And so, you know, again, for, for me as a coach, that's it's really refreshing.
5: And, you know, a winning player, obviously along those lines is Rory Harmon. And, no. You know, there's, there's obviously so much to be said, you know, my, my, my two things that really stood out when I saw Rory for the first time were just the way in which she was uh, specifically you a, a type of player. Um, and the number that best illustrates that for me is that she had a defensive rebounding percentage last year as a freshman at 15.6% at, you know, let's be charitable five, six listed, you know, charitable. I mean, You know, to be able to do that. uh, you know, number one, what what is in her that allowed her to be uh, you you know, your quarterback on the court as a freshman? You know, a very, very difficult thing to do. And then number two, just you know, how does she want it that much that she's able to put up a defensive rebound percentage like that in among trees where everyone's taller than she is?
0: Well, again, we're we're, you know, she's the only freshman all-american in the history of texas women's basketball Mm -hmm. think about that statement it's crazy and you know she's just a an ultra competitive kid tough you got to give her parents a tremendous amount of credit Mm -hmm. um her dad um has done a great job working with her and creating the mentality that she has which matches mine and and i think that's where she and i have such a great bond is that we both get it. We both have the same desire, the same, um, you know, vision and view of what the game should look like. If you could hear her talk in our practice right now, you know, you'd, you'd go, okay, she's heard that before, you know, and, and, uh, and so um, you, you just, you know, that kid is special as we all know. And uh, really I thought, when we when we were making that run and and winning 14 in a row like she really started to play better yeah you know not that she was playing bad but she really started to play better not like a freshman Mm -hmm. consistent and and then her confidence really took off made some big shots for us down the stretch I mean you watch that championship game in the big 12 tournament the kid is she's just got so much confidence about her and understands who needs the ball when they need it, where they need it, and then also is a threat herself. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've had a scoring point guard like her. And, um, and, and so it's, uh, you know, she – I tell her all the time, you know, you, your team's going to feed off of you. And, um, you know, you if you're slow, if you're not doing your job on the ball, everybody behind you is going to be really soft too. If you're really good on the ball, you're active, you're, you're playing your guts out, everybody behind you is going to play their guts out too. And that's the impact that she has on the floor with our team. And I've seen it already take shape with this team and how our new players, Sonia and, and Shaylee, are playing now with her and behind her. Shay knows she gets it. Shay's been with her, she understands it. Then you throw in a Jacolingo, who's a Gatorade player. You're out of South Dakota. Big six two six three three player. Those kids see it and they get it. They understand it. It's one thing for me to talk about it and ask for it. It's another thing to see one one just one one player doing it. You get her and Shay together. They're both doing it. Obviously, Rory's really good at it.
5: Locked on Women's Best Your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest story of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts.
3: No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. File with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So... Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves; they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com/guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
5: And you know, to have somebody like Rory, I, I mean, it, it's, it it gives you that luxury, right, of being able to bring in offensive minded players you know so Sonia Morris obviously you know somebody who plays for played for Doug Bruno who obviously understands how to score the basketball Shaley Gonzalez knows how to score the basketball you know even somebody like like a Taylor Jones who's going to be able to score around the rim uh, you know is there that extra level of confidence of understanding you can bring in these offensive players knowing that Rory's going to be able to handle finding the players and making sure you're getting to everybody at their spots.
0: Yeah, I think, I think Rory will be really good at it. She Mm -hmm. understands it. She gets it. Um, You know, um, we're still developing chemistry with this group. You know, we've had some, uh, some injuries and some kids that aren't practicing haven't practiced in two weeks. And so we've got to get through that right now. I think we will, but, my problem is is that I don't have the luxury of playing five or ten three-name directional schools early to get through it until I can get everybody healthy. I'm at Connecticut, second game of the year. Uh, Got to open in the Bahamas with Marquette, potentially play any number of top five, top ten, top 20 teams, whether it's South Dakota State, UCLA, Louisville, Tennessee. Um, you know, so we're we're really – we're in a pinch right now in trying to get a really new team together to play together, to play our way and learn a new system. And, and so it's a, it's a big challenge right now. I, I don't, I was up at four this morning and I'm, when I say up, I still hadn't fallen asleep uh, worrying, you know, and trying to figure out how we can get this on the fast track. So, but Hey, this is, it's fine. Uh, we'll get better, and uh, we may have a few battle wounds early, but we'll we'll get better, and we'll learn from it.
5: You're you're not even going easy on yourself with the home schedule. when well, you, you got Princeton coming your way. You got South Florida coming your way. It's
0: it's you. That's you, what I try to tell people. Like they're going, hey, your home schedule. I'm like, what about it? I got two NCAA tournament teams right there. One's in the top twenty five preseason. South Florida's always good. Jose does a great job. I got to go play USC, Southern Cal in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to Jackson State yeah. uh, to play there. We all know what they did last year. We had a knockdown drag out with them here. Mm-hmm. Then they go in the NCAA tournament and should have beat LSU. Sure so, I mean, we've got all we want, you know, in non-conference. And But I think this team will benefit from it. And I think this team is highly competitive. Like, they're they're full of competitive kids. It's just – I mean, my job to get them to play together and and have that chemistry with one another. It's really been fun watching them in practice, mm-hmm. feed off each other and celebrate each other's success. You don't get that sometimes when you've got maybe kids that have an itinerary coming to a place for their last year or two years in college. They've already been somewhere. They're really looking for something specific, you know, and and so – it's really been fun for, for, for me. We're just a long way from where I think we'll end up being, but we're going to have to, we're going to have to get on that, that tough road early and, and find out a little bit about ourselves.
5: As somebody whose job it is to cover such things, I'm uh, delighted by all the early schedule as difficult. as it be. <laughs> <laughs> But to that end, right. It, you have a really interesting class and, and you talked a little bit about Jackalenga, when in Tonda, uh, Amina Muhammad coming in as well. Um, it, it's, uh- it's obviously a very talented freshman class, but it's also not fair to expect freshmen typically to do what Rory Harmon does. And I'm just curious, you know, where your freshmen are in terms of the pecking order at this point and what you think are realistic expectations for them?
0: Hey, well, those two are going to play. And and that's, what's exciting for me. That's our, you know, that's part of our future. And, uh, both those kids are super tough, competitive kids. Like, and I love them both. They're they're my kind of players, man. They are mm-hmm. tough, physical, aggressive players, confident. Like Amina Muhammadan lost the game in like two years okay. and played at the highest level in Texas on back-to-back state championship teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Jock Ling is finally healthy. She didn't run really healthy last summer. She had a good good season, in, obviously, in South Dakota. She's Gatorade Player of the Year. But you're talking about a, a big guard that can handle it scores with both hands, Um, really, again, just a competitive kid. So I'm excited for them. I I don't know that you can, like you said, we've got other people that that can do some things from an offensive standpoint. Big thing for me with them is just getting them to be able to do do what I want to do defensively. And you know as well as I do, freshmen are never that good on that end. Rory was the exception. Um, But – you know that's the challenge that I have. Um, you know, with 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 them is just getting them comfortable and understanding. You know, I think Joclinga played a lot of zone in high school, and and so she's having to get used to that. And then uh, Amina comes from a really really good, uh, well coached high school team, as does Jack Linga, mm-hmm. but they played a lot of man, sure. and so um, but it still didn't make it any easier. But I'm I'm blessed. Both those kids come from great programs great high school coaches and and so they've come in understanding what work ethic is mm-hmm.
5: and and you know it's one thing to play man defense another one to play Vic Schaefer defense and so having coaching staff that's putting that together I just have to have to ask you you know I am still one of my fondest memories is covering your teams is covering uh, a certain Blair Schaefer who was as good as anyone I ever saw at taking charges mm-hmm. Uh, who was you know, a coach on the floor? So it's no surprise, obviously, to see her in coaching as well. You know, to for her to get that promotion uh, this summer for you to have the chance to be working with her on a day to day basis. We know what she brings to the table as a basketball person. what's just that what's that been like for you just as a father too?
0: Well, just like as a player, you know, she's earned her way. yeah, um, you know, she's when we think about her as a player at five foot six, and we'll be generous there, uh, being on the all defensive team in the Southeastern conference, I mean, Mm -hmm. wow, that you you just, and again, she took 90 charges in her career. She probably got ran over another 90 times and either had no calls or blocking fouls called, Mm -hmm. um, played her senior year with a chip bone in her shoulder, never missed a game. Um, you know, played more minutes than anybody your senior year. Was MVP of the regional or junior year uh, in Starkville. So, but it didn't start that way. You know, played six to eight minutes a game. Her freshman year, played 29 out of 34 games. Sophomore year, played all 34 games, but still only played eight to 10 minutes a game. Um, thought Talk about, about transferring.
5: transferring, right, at
0: some point? Yeah. yeah. She's what's right with college athletics, in my opinion, because – you know, um, she could have done that. I told her as her coach, "Hey, you can you can go to any mid major you want to go to right now. You won't have to do anything different. You'll probably be all conference, and you don't have to do one thing more than what you're doing. But if you want to play in the Southeastern Conference, you got to change. I can't play you at the expense of my team. You know, I just can't. I, I I'm people will see through that." nobody wants to play you more than me, but I can't do that. You got to stop turning the ball over. You got to make a shot and you got to defend. I mean, that was her three big issues. And, and so she said, okay, how do I do that? And, and so we came up with a plan and she went to work that summer and made herself into a Southeastern conference player. And then but fast forward, she graduates. I tried to get her to go in coaching when she graduated. She wanted to do the, the TV thing, goes to work for the SEC Network and ESPN, calls basketball games that whole first year. And then, you know, realized, you know what, I think coaching is my calling. And so she's our director of player development at Mississippi State. Um, comes here to Texas and was going to be in the same role and my director of basketball operations didn't come at the last minute. And so she kind of jumped into that role to kind of get us through some time. Mm-hmm. She was so doggone good at it. I couldn't get her out of it. I mean, you, you, if you were to ask our players the last two years, you know, they'd probably tell you Blair did more for them than anybody, just because she was always there, whether they what for whatever they needed. She was there for them. And, you know, I've had my administration tell me, Hey, we've traveled with every team under the sun. Uh, you know, some of them said I've been traveling with teams 20, 30 years. Your program runs smoother when y'all travel than anybody, any team I've ever been with. That's Blair. Yeah. Just attention to detail and, and, and no time, you know, doesn't wear a watch, no watch, you know, no clock on the wall, it just works until it gets done. And since, you know, this summer, let's go back to the spring. Then I Mm -hmm. hire Sydney Carter um, from A&M who played for me on that national championship team, Mm -hmm. her Blair and Elena. They're the ones that signed those 54 points and 27 rebounds out of the portal. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's gotta be some kind of record. (laughs) And, uh, but those are the three, you know, that were, that were our full-time coaches at the time that, that did that. And, and so she wants to coach. Um, she's really good at it. She's obviously been around my staff. Uh, Johnny Harris, Elena Lovato, you know, Diana Jackson. She knows what we want and how we want it. And uh, she's heard it all a million times. And so um, I just think it was, you know, I think it was appropriate and it's well deserved. But, again, she's earned it and give my athletic director and our president here at Texas, give them credit for making it happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she understands the scrutiny that might come with that, just like when she was a player mm-hmm. and and we both welcome it. And there's no question in my mind, I mean, she's already doing it from a recruiting standpoint with Elena and, and Wiz to, to um, you know, what she's doing from a player perspective, working with them, you know, it's it's going to be fun to to watch the growth there. And she's gonna be a great head coach one day.
5: No doubt about it. I mean, you know, no no real question where she gets the work ethic from. and and the postscript on the stat side of it, playing with a chip in her shoulder senior year, forty one point three percent from three point range. Just just an incredible uh, triumph, pretty tough kid, yeah of 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 will over physical. Uh, problems she came in with. So just wonderful to see. You. Well, Vic Schaefer, it is delightful to see you. Uh, we're we're going to let you go so you can, you know, keep working, maybe get some sleep at some point. You know, I yeah. wish that for you. April, and, uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you down at Texas. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure to get down there as soon as I can. Uh, to our listeners, thank you for making us your first listen every single day. And uh, make sure you check out Locked On Sports today, which gives you the biggest stories for the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and tape to the day. It's available at the Odyssey app as well. So we'll be back with you tomorrow, as we are every weekday. I am Howard Megdal. wishing you a wonderful day.
2: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
3: When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.
2: You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this locked-on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.